GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of attack major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the Games of the Podcast, your last line of defense in your gaming entertainment. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me, remotely, producers and co-hosts, the, oh, I almost said it wrong, Butterboy and Player One Miggy. How have we not updated this doc yet? It still says something it shouldn't say. Anyways, welcome to episode <laughs> 352. How are you both doing? See, I didn't notice that there were any discrepancies in our documentation because I don't know how to read, so I don't use the documentation, so that's on one of you guys. Not the illiterate guy. I mean, to be fair though, the news segment is literally written by you. I watched you write it just like five minutes ago. Uh, Fake news. Uh, You know that I have a special uh, what's what's the word without me <laughs> saying cross- this in a way that would hurt someone's feelings? Uh, I have a helper owl assigned to me through insurance that does all my reading and writing for me. Okay. Wait a minute, you have insurance? Yes. What's, not through Gamezilla. Oh, okay. I was say I don't have I don't have insurance. Gotcha. No, no, we, we we don't have benefits. We don't got sweet plans like that. Well, well, <laughs> well. While I pass this along to uh, Butterboy here, I will point out Miggy to check the chat because there's some some stuff going on live on Twitch.tv/slash Games Little Media. Um, but while we're here, I want to thank our patrons, and Butterboy's going to tell us why. Yes, and uh, we appreciate all of our patrons contributing to the success, life, and growth of GameZilla Media through patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. And again, all of you can sleep easy knowing that it is insurance that provides my helper owl. It is not coming out of the Patreon money whatsoever. But it is important to know I could not function as an adult without this owl. It's like a seeing eye dog, only for illiterate people. But again, not coming out of those Patreon funds. But we appreciate you so much. And guess what? If you contribute at patreon.com slash media, then you get some cool perks. You can start as low as just $1 per month, giving you access to you know some, some cool stuff. But the real goodness comes in at the $5 a month exclusive content level. That's where every show on the GameZilla Media Network will give you a free bonus show per month when you're in at that $5 level. That's where you're getting it, uh, including Muster Bust here from us on the GameZilla podcast. And we're, we're going to overall save you more than $5 a month by telling you what games not to buy every single month. So you want to listen to that. So head on over to patreon.com slash games in the media. Start your patronage today. And uh, who knows, maybe you'll get a personalized message typed to you by my helper, Owl. And uh, it'll be good. He's like Archimedes from Sword in the Stone. He's super cute. <laughs> All right. So I do have Miggy uh, muted right now while he figures out a technical difficulty that we're having on the Twitch side. But we're going to go ahead and keep rolling on this show uh, unless he gives me like the stop. Everything is on fire, um, you know, message. So anyways, um, we do have a good show for you today. We did want to uh, remind everybody, if you can't watch this show live on twitch.tv slash gameslomedia on Monday nights, then you can catch it on YouTube. You can watch the VODs or you can just listen to the whole show on any of the great podcast outlets that we're on. 
Today, we are going to be talking about Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 6 uh, and really talk about the zero-point crisis and everything around the, um, you know, the overall event. And now that we're a week into the season, uh, some of the new stuff, what we think about it, what, uh, what we believe could be happening going forward. And uh, yeah, you know, we're going we're gonna to kick it off by just starting out with the event i think right is that is that accurate uh, uh butter boy yeah yeah i want to talk because like realistically how do you start talking about season six uh without talking about the event that started season six uh so because there was a little bit of ambiguity leading into uh the end of season five like is this the end of zero point you know what's going to be going on moving forward and i believe this has sort of been dubbed the the climax of the zero point crisis and this event is really what kicked off what the story is going to be for the next few months yeah so i'm going to let you talk about this experience because this is your first true season like like where you got to start from the very beginning you got to be right there uh with everybody at the starting line so why don't you tell us about that experience, that feeling, and and then go ahead and explain Chapter 2, Season 6, at least the initial stuff, and then we'll get into the Battle Pass and stuff afterwards. So it's it's a weird thing, because as everyone that's, that's listened to the show over the, the course of the last two months knows I'm new to Fortnite. I had played a few rounds in my life, maybe totaling a dozen over the course of the game. Uh, but it was really two months ago where things picked up. And for that was the first time that I was into the game and having fun. So so Fortnite still is is a new experience for me. And. It's it's weird how excited I was slash nervous moving into the season, because I know from. You being involved, more involved playing Fortnite in the past, there had been changes over time that made the game less interesting for you opposed opposed to keeping you engaged and keeping you involved in the game. Right. And the one time I almost got into it was at the beginning of chapter two, when the game went back to the basics, back to being uh, a more straightforward game without all the weird gimmicks and changes that had happened throughout uh, the life of chapter one. So getting in on chapter five, the one we just finished, I, I mean, season five, I was like, okay, the, I understood the game. I was having fun with it. I liked all the mechanics, even the stuff that I knew that was unique to the season, like bounties. Uh, and and I and I really liked the the variety of the guns when I'd play Rumble and there'd be like some of the old guns. I go, oh, I hate all of these guns. I just want my regular guns. So there there was like there was anxiety, not knowing what the what the change of the landscape of the game was going to be in the mechanics going into it, but. There was excitement. You know, we we were online gaming, uh, you know, as they, as they booted us from the server to be down for maintenance. And, you know, I didn't wake up at four in the morning to, to I didn't wake to up at four in the, the morning event. either. I just didn't I go to bed. I still up at four in the morning. <laughs> there you go. That's more accurate. But 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 I did make sure that I got up before work to play the event. Like I gave myself enough time because I was excited. Like child on christmas eve kind of excited i it was i didn't want to wait till lunch break i didn't want to wait till later in the day to know uh what the you know what happened in the story for the event i didn't want to wait later until to know what the battle pass was what the game was going to be like so i had to get up before i had to clock in for work and play so 
I know in the past, the event has been something that you had to do in real time, right? Like you had to be in the game to experience some of these season ending events. Right. And this one was individual. When you log on, it pushes you into the event and it's a one player uh, experience. So I got up, got into it. And, you know, right away, you know, you're, you're pulled into a cinematic. You're playing as, as Jonesy and. Also, there's there's these story elements that are coming. There's these characters being introduced and you're, you know, the zero point, you know, the energy in the middle of the map is is going crazy. And you're trying to seal it away. And these are all things we knew was going to happen. Uh, so as you're as you're moving forward and, you know, it, it's sort of it. I mean, it's basically run forward, right? Like they can't make they can't make this some sort of like thing that you die uh, multiple times and have to keep restarting. I mean, it, it's more or less a rail shooter that's slightly interactive. Like you're just running forward, which, which um, in all reality was what other events were too. Even though they were like public events, they were yeah. a rail shooter that though you had your friends with you, it was still kind of a single player like experience that you couldn't lose. Yeah. And so, you know, you're, you're introduced to the foundation, which, uh, you know, was was he a character before this uh, this event? We'll talk about the foundation, some theories around him in a minute. No, he that, was that, uh, he was actually he. this is someone this is like a new member of the seven. Yeah. So so we are introduced to the foundation. We're going to go back and talk about the foundation in a bit and some of the fan theories around him. Uh, but, you know, pulled into like, hey. Jonesy, you have this like orb thing and you're, you're going to use this to try to seal the uh, try to seal the the zero point. And so that that's when Jonesy meets up with you. You're you know, whatever skin you had. So luckily I was my man, man cakes running around sealing these these portals. But as you seal the portals and as you're like running through the map. There's like waves of energy that are transforming you. And in your your body is changed, and it, I really quickly realized, like, oh man, these these are the skins for the new battle pass because these were all new skins, and it only took like twice for me to realize that's what I'm seeing is you're getting transformed into the stuff that's that's now kind of previewing the battle pass, and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun, and specifically, I mean, it's been out for a week, so I'm not going to worry about spoiling for any anything for anyone. It all of a sudden transforms you into like this basic looking female skin. I was like, oh, that's kind of a plain skin. And then I was like, oh, damn, it's Lara Croft. <laughs> like, what a good character yep. to have in Fortnite. Like, that was something that like I popped. I was very excited about. Um, and, you know, you're moving through and you find out that the, the zero point is manipulating time. And then, boom. The whole map changed. The whole landscape changes. There's these spires everywhere. And we found out that it, it seems like there's some sort of rift in time and things have gone primal. And now there's a, a wild aspect, a prehistoric aspect to the map. So some of our known locations that we had last last season are now savage, I guess. I don't know a good way to put it. I but think it's a good it, way. A yeah. Whole new feel, yeah, a whole new feel for the map. And um and th that's where we're at. So we're seeing that the time and space are sort of blending together and uh, we're, we're going to continue to try and seal it and control it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, you know, the idea here is the foundation, which, like you said, we'll get more into foundation. He like seals himself into the main spire to try to like hold reality together. And unfortunately, Jonesy has to take the portal gun or whatever and destroy it. Uh, which traps both of them inside the loop. And then Foundation says, we have to find another way out. I believe that, you know, I believe in you and we will. And then, you know, um, 
Jonesy and Foundation sound like two people that were were once enemies that are now joining forces because he's had enough of the organization, whoever, you know, whichever that is, and whoever's running that, which sounds to be like the sisters and things like that, which is what the Foundation was asking for. So, um, you know, there's there's a lot of, like, like a lot of mystery still there but at the same time for me this event was way more like uh, cohesive and and laid down somewhat of a storyline that now you expect to play out throughout the season and of course the season ending event or whatever that we're going to get at the end of season six but um this was uh it was different and it was cool and i think the comment I made earlier was a lot of these events were really single player anyways. When you think of the Galactus event, you were in your own bus flying around shooting bad guys and shooting Galactus. And sure, I might have saw Miggy next to me and Dork of the Ninjas next to me or whatever. But at the same time, it was your own experience. And one thing that always has kind of drove me a little nuts with Fortnite, with Fortnite events is that they let they, they let 100 people pool into this server. And then you get all these people just jumping around and, and distracting you from being in the event. You know, if there's a screen that you're supposed to be paying, you know, like example, a Star Wars event when the Millennium Falcon flies in and lands, everybody's just flying towards the Millennium Falcon and trying to see if they can jump on it. And, you know, you, like, you know, at one point they used to let you build inside of these events. So then people were just building way too much and creating, creating, you know, spots that, you, that were creating block uh, blocks from the imagery that you're supposed to be able to enjoy. So. I think this was a very good experiment on well, what happens if we just give the give the player a single player, you know, experience. I think it really worked the same way, except it just removed that annoyance for me. So yeah, I, I liked it. It was cool, and I thought the cinematic before the actual like playthrough level was was the, one of the best, probably the best cinematic I've ever seen in this game. You know, when when we're watching, you know. Sarah Connor destroy aliens. We're watching these franchises blend across each other. It was absolutely wild to to see that happen, you know. Um, and and it just was a, it was a good time. And then you know through it all, you got Jonesy just trying to run to the zero point to uh, you know to save reality. We saw some people. Peely. Yeah, we we saw some people lose their lives. We see you know we saw a bunch of things happen that you know we're just assuming is is uh what's gonna be happening here like peely uh looking like he just um you know is dead but uh, and if you don't know who peely is he's the giant banana dude but uh yeah so i don't know it was it was really cool it was really cool i don't know what is going on with mickey's mic but it sounds like you're not using your mic it sounds like you're talking like you like your mic is not set up as your as your intake your Yeah, you're unmuted, but it just sounds like your mic is on the other side of the room. <laughs> it sounds terrible. It sounds awful. Uh, so we're going to keep going. Uh, so, okay, so, keep, keep so we going. had the event. Yeah, we had the event. It, it was it was a, an epic way to kick off what is going to be a, a new season of Fortnite. How, how, do you know how long this season is going to last? I didn't look it up. They only normally last about three or four months. Yeah, about that. Yep. Yeah. So we don't know the firm date off the top of our heads, but. It's setting things up for a nice, you know, quarter of the year of playing playing some Fortnite. Now, through this event, there there quickly became some internet sleuths that came up with a fan theory that I'm I'm really fifty fifty on. I go either way 
Uh, there's people that believe based on the character model for the foundation and his voice that he's voiced by the greatest actor and entertainer of our generation, Dwayne, the rock Johnson. What do you think, Graham? Um, so you're, so you're 50, 50 on this. I'm like 90, 10 that it is. So, and it's not for, like, I obviously I read the rumors and I read these things, but it was, it was once, it was once that Dwayne decided to start posting cryptic messages about the foundation, about like he, it's just these things that oh, like directly that stuff, yeah. connect, and you're just like, okay, guys, like I know you're beating around the bush, but like, like you you've become too obvious that this is just this is just gonna happen, and now of course you got the fans that are like, if you look at the way his armor is, it matches Dwayne's tattoos, you know, and yeah. things like that, and it's like that's all fine and dandy, but then once once Dwayne Johnson started to kind of talk about, uh, you know. Being um, being part of the greatest, you know, the greatest game and all this type of stuff. I'm like, OK, here we go. So I, I think it's probably I think it probably is true. If, if any game's going to pull this type of name and, and get them involved, obviously, Epic is somebody that can do it. And uh, it's cool. I mean, you know, I think it's I think it's neat. They've brought in some really big names throughout the years for concerts and, and they've had JJ Abrams do live presentations in the game, showing off custom clips for star Wars, you know, so bringing in uh, Dwayne Johnson and letting him be a character, not any character, but, but one of the seven, which play a big role in this whole universe of Fortnite uh, is pretty cool. Cause that gives him, you know, he's not just this like one-off guy. He's something that matters to the lore of this entire game. Yeah, Rock has also sort of rekindled his relationship with Xbox recently, uh, donating uh, a lot of, you know, Rock signature Series X's to, uh, you know, children's hospitals and such. I think uh, JJ clued us in that maybe Mott would be getting one of those, which is cool. Uh, and also he he just launched an energy drink brand and yep. he did an unboxing of a Series X, you know, branded with his energy uh, drink brand. So him sort of... Uh, I mean, he's a mogul, right? You know, yeah, the, the absolutely. Rocks, you know, he owns a sports league now. Uh, so, <laughs> the, so the the Rock dipping his toes in the world of Fortnite, even if it's just lending his voice to a character, is not surprising because he is the type of guy that's always sort of been down to be in things, and he's a guy that you know has a a fun attitude and has a good connection, honestly, with people young and old. So. Uh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. And again, I like I said, I was 50 50 on the fence just based on like hearing his voice. It's so modulated. It's hard to tell. Um, but maybe I'm 60 40, but I'm, I'm certainly hopeful. I'm certainly hopeful because you know how much I love the rock. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to tell. And I mean, you know, we've seen I, I don't, he's not he's not Dwayne Johnson big, but we've seen other uh you know, actors give voice to completely CGI characters within movies. Let's, let's look at, I don't know, um, Rocket Raccoon and Groot, for example. You know, it, it, like Rocket a little bit more obvious than, than not, but Groot is literally just I, like three words most of the time. And, and uh, Vin Diesel jumped on board with that. So I think, I think you're right with uh, actors finding cool things that they can, that they can lock themselves into. And for me, um, the foundation is interesting. I want to know more. Um, we're going to figure out a lot of the data miners right now are saying it's going to be a skin that we get through the store. And people were really disappointed in that. But that that yells to me yet again. 
that The Rock needs a cut, right? And so for me, if this was part of the battle pass, like everybody wanted to be, it would make more sense in like the grand scheme of unlocking it. But it, but if it's part of the store, it makes more sense in a collaboration between The Rock and Epic, and how and how like they're going to generate revenue based off of this and what that could lead to, you know. So um, time will tell on that. I think you know we're we're a couple weeks probably from really understanding how that's going to play out. Maybe a month. But uh, I don't think we have to wait till the very end of the season uh, to, to find this out. Um, but as far as the skin being available, I think the skin look, I think, I think the character looks really cool. I want to know more about him. And the fact, again, the fact that if you're going to pay big bucks to, you know, to um, the rock and, and get him into your game, why not lock him into a character that is, you know, a very important to your game versus just a, you know how many i mean we see a lot of characters come in here that are just like they're just an extra character and it's cool like john wick's in the game oh that's cool you know but like he, he doesn't play a role in it. this is the first this is one of the first times we're seeing a big name actor you you know leverage their voice into a character that isn't necessarily them right it's not the rock being the rock it's the rock being the foundation playing a role in within within the uh fortnite the game so that's that's pretty cool so I think it's I think it's almost a definite that this happening, and um, but we'll find out for sure. All right, so uh, new battle pass dropped. Grim, you want you want to break down some of the skins, and and we'll talk about uh, our our favorite ones for a few minutes before we move to the next thing to talk about. Yeah, so battle pass you know drops in, and uh, we get. Obviously, we already mentioned it, but we get the the Lara Croft um, involvement in this in this battle pass. Um, you see her new Square Enix reboot skin, and then she has variations after that of more of a traditional, and then even her like funny PlayStation One style looking skin uh, that you can unlock through doing epic quests. Um, so it's cool if you're if you're a Croft fan, then you're right on board. For me, I'm like it's okay, it's cool. I, I think she's she's iconic and within the gaming world, so it's, it's definitely neat to see her in the game. But she's not like one of my favorite go-to characters, but uh, she's nice to have in the Battle Pass. The Battle Pass is, like, in my opinion, there's a lot of people that say the Battle Pass is weak. I think this Battle Pass is actually quite strong, and there's a lot of value in it. So from her, we move into uh, the, the Dino Chick, as I like to call her. Um, but it's just this, it's this, it is a exclusive, uh, character to Fortnite, not, not after another IP that's done up in like the primal bones and, and headdresses and stuff like that. Um, and as you unlock more and more of her, she starts to have like a raptor skull on her head. She gets a harvesting tool that, ha that has another dinosaur skull wrapped around a chainsaw, very Mad Max style looking, you know, look. And, um, you know, uh, she gets like this weird, like beetle bone feathered, uh, glider for me. It's right up my alley. Right. That's, it's like this, like, it's like last season, man cakes was made for butter boy. This season, this chick was, this chick was made for me. Um, very cool. Skin, Travana, I think is Tra her name. Travana. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, and then, you know, then you move on to Roz. I believe Roz is next, which is gives mm -hmm. me a very Prince of Persia style look um, that kind of turns into a weird like um, if you're a League of Legends fan, she, uh, Rise type wizard where he powers up. He starts to glow purple. He's got all these weird like hieroglyphics markings on him. And, and you know, so his effects, I think his effects are cooler than he is like his skin's fine. But his but how he kind of expands as you go through the, the battle pass. He really gets cool. 
and he's the weakest skin, in my opinion, in, in the Battle Pass to me, but I think his final version is actually really good. So for him to be the weakest, that's a good thing in my book. You know, I'm not, not, not even a negative. It's just that's, that's, you know, compared to last season, when you look at like a Reese, which had zero interest for me, this is pretty, this is a good situation, right? And so, um, you know, um, once you, once you are, are finished with uh, Raz, then you move into um, the one, the one that we were all excited for. You're always getting that one ridiculous skin. Last season it was man cakes. This season it's Cluck, right? And so yeah. Cluck is a giant chicken, like chick, like a, like a baby chicken, but giant, stuck inside of an egg. Uh, you know, his clothing is basically yeah, he's, so he's so good. He's basically dressed by like whatever whatever's remaining of his egg. He's got a an unha like a partially hatched egg with wings sticking out for his glider. You know, he's got a lot of cool features around around his attachments. And then his um, alternate skins, his variant skins as you expand, uh, go from just a standard chicken to a slurp chicken, right? Which is really, really cool looking. And then his epic skin uh, is, is a... I have no other way to explain it than it reminds me of a God of War chicken. That's what it reminds me of. If you remember God of War when Kratos is all black and you can just see the red markings on his body... That is Cluck in this final explosive Cluck or whatever his whatever the name of it is. Um, Apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But when I brought it up on stream, like I was like, this reminds me of Kratos in that scene. Everyone was like, oh my god, that's all I can think about now when I look at him. I go, that's why I liked it because it just that's what it reminds me of. Um, so yeah, he's really cool. Um, after Cluck, you move into the first sense of DC that you're going to get. And um, so DC, we knew, was was potentially, or not potentially, it was going to be involved in some extent uh, because mm -hmm. we heard about the Harley. We heard about Batman skins coming through the yes. comic book connection. Uh, Miggy, just so you know, we can hear you properly now. So awesome. Um it feels like this is a good point for you to jump in anyways. So we get... We you said get, Harley and I can't remember. Yeah, we get Raven, right? We get Raven as the next skin. Um, I will tell you this. Raven is not a favorite character of mine. I think she's cool. But this collection is one of the best overall complete collections of a character ever released in face, on, on Fortnite. I almost said Facebook, Facebook for some reason. Ever released on Fortnite. Um, so Raven, obviously... Looks like the Teen Titans classic style Raven. Um, she comes with a really cool Raven glider that, you know, and everything is like um, w w Raven's abilities where she can kind of project all this stuff, right? So it's, it's her back bling is like a portal to nothingness. Her glider is this creepy Raven with purple glowing rings that you hold on to. Her uh, harvesting tool is that same kind of like void looking just uh, effect. And, and all of her skins go from, like, classic Raven to kind of, like, a classic badass, you know, full mask Raven almost. And then, like, um, like uh, I don't know, goth slash, like, street-style Raven. Um, it's from Titans, I Yeah, think. from Titans in her, in her epic uh, skin that, that you can yeah. unlock. And so she is a really cool even even the gun wrap that's not tied to the Titan set but is placed in the middle of unlocking everything around Raven fits really well and so i really am excited actually to get that skin for a character that i honestly didn't think i would i would care about until i saw her complete set and i go wow that's really cool so very cool uh wrapping things up 
we end the uh, we end the battle pass characters or skins with the spire assassin, and it's just that if you've played the game, if you go to any spire, there's this NPC that is brutal. Uh, has a has a shield bar, has a life bar, teleports, and just and can wreck you. Um, it's that skin. It's this weird, just metal metal like. Um, it reminds me of every character made in Godfall. Okay, so if you've ever seen the trailer for Godfall, it's a Godfall character um, that that you get. Pretty cool looking. She's got some cool effects for her back bling and her gliders and and, and all that type of stuff that. Um, people are already starting to see is just really cool effects for even other skins, so they're they're really happy with it. Um, and then the final like piece you unlock is the ability to kind of um, to a variant of the skin where you can remove the helmet and see you know see the female character that is that is uh, underneath that armor, uh, and that kind of wraps up your battle pass as far as skins. Uh, overall, I, I think it's a I think it's a really solid battle pass. I just you know the people that have knocked it just haven't really. You know, they're not that far along with it, so they haven't been able to start to play with some of the some of the, you know, the drop in uh, effects like some of these drop in effects are the best I've ever seen. There's one that's literally turned you into a meteor. You have this crazy glowing, just just chaos all around you. You can't even see where you're aiming, but it's just the, like some of the best effects I've seen. Because how many times do you guys get like that? The drop in uh, trail and you're like, oh, that looks cool. And then you equip it and it's it's just like it doesn't look as cool as you thought it was going to look because it's just played down. Like, I feel like a lot of the Marvel ones really didn't have enough oomph to them. It was like, oh, cool. This is going to be the Groot one. And then you drop out of the plane and you're like, eh, that's kind of lame. So for the first time ever, I feel like, oh, wow, these are really cool. I thought last season had a couple that were cool. But this season so far, everything I'm level 71 in the battle pass after one week because I have problems. Jeez. But um, everything I've unlocked so far, I've actually been really impressed with as far as uh, quality of content for your what? Ten bucks. You, you kind of missed out on the, on the most important skin, though. You, you forgot Agent Jones. Well, oh, yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> so I did. We get. Yeah. And that gets into our next topic. So the base skin they offer you is Agent Jones in the Battle Pass, and it's Jonesy in a suit, looking clean, looking clean. dapper. Uh, and, well, you, you have the ability to alter agent jones there as things go along grim grim why don't you tell us how you do that yeah so i mean agent jones you know jonesy we've been we, we explained the event has been a very central focused person around this whole thing um breaks away from the organization becomes goes rogue in in a way um i've been calling it where it really feels like captain america telling the government to go f themselves i'm gonna i'm gonna fix this myself and uh you know what happens now is similar to last season we had the Baskar quests where every time you hit a new character you also received a quest this time it's an, an abnormality quest basically it's a you know a butterfly butterfly well they're not all butterfly i should say but it's it's that type in the of sky, yeah I can go twice this high playing fortnite getting the drops i'm a terrible singer so the the idea around them though is each time you get to one you have to land in a specific uh designated city or buy that city find the abnormality and then follow it or or mimic it or do whatever it's really trying to make you do to then eventually get to something you can interact with which will then finish that quest and give you a new version of agent jonesy and so 
what's happening is we're watching all of the cool things that, that happened last season and some in this season kind of start to merge together and find certain parts of Jonesy to, to alter. So we, we watch him go from a normal suit, you know, dapper looking Jonesy to all of a sudden rock and, you know, reuse glove and Batman's gauntlet and, you know, uh, snake eyes tattoos, uh, and alien, uh, Marines armor, you know, and like things like that. Uh, um, the, the bow, the arrows from Tomb Raider, things like that, that we're starting to watch him, uh, evolve in these skins as they come out. So pretty cool. Um, you know, as long as you like Jonesy, which I, I don't know many people that don't, he's a, he's an OG that, that I'm really happy to see get more and more involved and focused uh, exposure here within the Fortnite universe. And so, yeah, it, it's, it's been fun. I think the cool thing about this is, I, so I did all the Baskar quests and they were cool because they're Star Wars themed. I'm trying to get Mando armor. Really, you know, that it was, it drove me for sure. But... I felt like the quests were pretty lame in the grand scheme of the quest itself. It was drop here, find a piece of metal, you're done. You know, drop here. It just it was really basic. Here, I feel like from the very first quest, not only talk about the first quest, because hopefully most people have experienced it. You, you drop at uh, Lazy Lake, you go into a house, you follow this butterfly downstairs, it leads you to a secret room. And in the secret room, because the first the first skin you unlock is Lara Croft, the first the first thing you do is a puzzle. It like screams Tomb Raider. You know, it screams what you would do in Tomb Raider when you in, when when you played the game. So I liked that concept. And then as it goes on, um, the the other ones I have done have been all revolved around non. Um, what, what do you want to call these uh, outside Fortnite IPs? Um, they've been they've been like the the you know the dinosaur chick the uh, Cluck, Rat, uh, Raz, and so I'm working towards Raven. So now I'm wondering when I get the quest that's connected to Raven, will it be DC oriented? You know something like that. So we'll see. But um, they they're just more interesting. Like I, I you know I don't again I want to give away everything, but the, every one I've done has been different and they've required me to do different things. Um, and I've enjoyed them a lot. I thought, I think it's, I think they've taken the quest idea and they've just upped it another level. Nice. So we talked about the, you know, the, the whole theme of this season is primal. Things have changed. Like we've talked about that things are prehistoric dinosaur ask involving you know you know one of the skins so so let's talk a little bit about how the the guns have changed uh and and the way the way gameplay actually unfolds is significantly different because you now have the new ability of crafting so grim you want you want to start us off talking about uh the guns and the crafting yeah sure so you know, t this season we were introduced to makeshift weapons and primal weapons, right? Um, obviously, the idea of, that we haven't fully explained is the center of the map and then almost like arms reaching out in certain angles are primal. And then when you break away from those zones, it almost becomes a normal area. So you can still find some of the normal guns that you were familiar with in previous seasons. But if you drop into anything primal area, you're finding primal and makeshift, which are very just like slapped together, uh, you know, basic guns that maybe have more bloom. They're not as accurate. 
And um, but some of them can be very, very powerful, like, say, the primal shotgun. But what you can do with them is now you have crafting material. So you have you have mechanical parts and then you have bones. And depending on what you collect and then you craft those guns, you end up in like two different trees is really what it is, right? You can go into that mechanical style and that will take you into more of a traditional gun that you're used to. So taking like a blue makeshift AR will turn it into the purple scar that you've always used. Where taking a gun and putting bones on it's going to take it into that primal stage, um, which again may not be as accurate, but when you do land hits, can be very can really uh, hit for a lot of crit shots and and really mess somebody up if if you land your shots. So it's interesting. Um, obviously, you collect bones from killing animals, which we didn't mention, but there are animals in the game now roaming around. You have chickens, boars, wolves, um, and the wolves, man. The wolves. <laughs> yep, yep. Wolves are so cool. And you can also find bones, like if you're in some of the primal areas, the housing will have tables, and you'll see ribs and stuff on the table. If you break the table, you can get bones. You'll see posts by, like, houses and stuff with, like, skulls on the top of them. If you break them, you'll get bones. Um, and then the gears come from things like, obviously, cars and RVs and things like that. So any type of vehicle can really start to spew... Um, your mechanical parts. And so introducing one more new, completely new item is the bow, right? They, they, they've, they've completely removed snipers from the game for now. And right now the only real like sniping style weapon is the bow and arrow. And so the bow is really unique. And I think it's really one of the big pieces of this, of this season right now is that you can go to a primal bow or a mechanical bow. And then within each of those, you have special ways to turn them into Anything from a shock bow, which is shock grenade bow, basically, um, to an explosive bow. Or you can go to the primal side and you can make a fire bow, a stink bow, you know, and things like that. So depending on your team's mechanics or your personal favorite um, AOE effect and things like that, you can really customize the bow to be different. So where I think a lot of people are starting to find, like, you're starting to see makeshift ARs become popular to get turned into that purple scar or turned into a blue AR. We're seeing bows being more widely used where someone might might opt in for a stink bow where they can, you know, someone's boxing up and they can just shoot the box and create an AOE effect that even though you're inside of a box, you're still taking damage. It's like five, five, uh, five HP per second or whatever. But... You know, um, verse say for me, I really like the shock bow because I, I like to mess with people where if there's a group of four people, I can actually break them apart with a shock bow without even landing a hit. As long as I landed by them, I can start to kind of break, break them up. And, uh, and, and, you know, even I've even done it where I've hit somebody that I knew they were low. So I'd shoot an arrow right in front of them, blow them into the storm and watch, watch them die to the storm. So, like, I just have a lot of... I, I like shock grenades, and this is a whole new level of me being able to use shock grenades. Because normally I carry, like, two to four shock grenades on me. The advantage with a shock bow is I have 31 arrows max that I can carry that are all shot, potentially shock arrows. So... Um, I really like that. Uh, fire bow can burn down wood, right? So people that are building with wood or if you're in the woods and you need to clear out trees, you can literally level a whole forest with a couple arrows. The explosive bow, same idea, AOE effect, except not as big. But if you hit with it, it's 20, 20 uh, hit points for, per, per hit with the explosive bow. So 
there's a, there's a lot of cool variation, and I feel like it's given some of these guns a little more life and a little more thought to win. Even from early game to mid game to late game, your loadout will evolve and change based on what uh, what your needs are as a as a squad or or a duo or whatever that you're playing. So for me, I was I was straight up jarred my first drop in because I've never experienced like the 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 meta shift of having to learn new guns because I've only played one season of Fortnite <laughs> and I only had one set of guns. So hopping in and like my first my first round I grabbed like a blue primal shotgun and I was like this is just bringing death to people's doors. Like this is the greatest gun I've ever fired in Fortnite. Love it. And then I was like, okay, a next round around a drop. I was like, okay, primal pistol. I was like, this is the most ass gun I've ever <laughs> used in Fortnite. Like how? Like how? Like how does one thing? It, you know, because there's um, it it it, it like, the shotgun wrecks because it shoots two shots back to back. So right. you just if you have that lined up at someone, they're dead. The pistol does the same thing, but it's so hard to land two shots on someone with a pistol. So uh, the I was at first, you know, my first couple rounds there, I was like, oh, I, I don't know about this. Like, I don't know about these makeshift guns. I don't know about this crafting. By the end of my first day of playing the new season, I was like, this is super fun. I really like it. Uh, and it just, it spices things up a bit. It makes it different. Uh, and personally, because I'm terrible with the snipers, not getting sniped all the time feels really good. <laughs> like I'd rather square up with someone with a bow uh, and 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 have a have a shot at staying alive. Not getting sniped from halfway across the map uh, does feel like I have a, a larger propensity to stay alive. Yeah, yeah. Your bows don't have like the big scopes like your sniper did. So I mean, I've still landed some some long distance kills with a bow, but there but it's way more difficult. Uh, and, you know, I think as the season goes on, the makeshift and the primal concept, I think, is going to expand. So I think we're going to see some guns introduced that will in, that will expand this whole crafting mechanism beyond what it is right now. Because you're right, the pistol's pretty much useless. The SMGs are, they are, they're okay. Um, I like them. The shotgun, yeah, the S, I mean, the SMGs, you can laser people with them now. You know, like, that. they have made them more relevant in this season mm -hmm. um, versus just breaking down walls when it comes to building. Um, I think you can actually use them as a viable weapon. Um, but the shotguns are crazy. I thought the primal shotgun was super overpowered, like like Butterboy was saying, until I started to get used to the fact that the reload on that thing is ass. And so that's your downside to it, is that you can eliminate somebody, like you said, instantly. But the problem usually is, is that once you've dropped them, because it takes two shots per trigger and you're and you're usually hitting that trigger a couple times is that you don't have enough in the clip to go up against another person without having to rotate your gun and you're not going to go up shoot them and and then jump around to reload that if you're playing against a good player so that's the disadvantage to that gun now obviously people have started to realize you can take a makeshift uh you know shotgun and you can use mechanical parts and turn it into a legit pump shotgun that gives you four to six shots depending on the rarity of the gun and that is a big difference because you can go just to say you have a blue that gives you like four or five rounds i think um you can drop someone in two 
if they're if they're partially hurt, you might get lucky in one, but you can drop someone in two, turn around and still have a fight with that gun without having to rotate. So there's so all of a sudden I've started to use pump more than I've used the primal shotgun because of that reason. Um, I find the primal shotgun is so chaotic that when I get into that close that close range fight, it's hard for me to track what's in my clip. And so um, I've actually started to move to the to the pump, especially because the pump, if you do land crit shots, it's more it's more damaging anyways. Um, but the primal shotgun, especially if you find a legendary, um, that thing is is still an absolute just destroyer of worlds. So I think it's really cool. I think the integration of animals is interesting. You can tame animals too, um, which honestly that has been a complete waste of my time. I think that's the, the dumbest thing out of the whole thing because because the AI of the animals is 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 just terrible. Um, I've had. Just like the AI of NPCs being hired last season and this season, they're just dumb where it's like I'll box myself up and then it'll my own teammate my own teammate NPC will come along and, and pickaxe my wall down while I'm trying to heal up in the middle of a fight, which then just allows the other team to shoot me. And so it's stuff like that where like the wolves, I uh I, I train I, I tamed three wolves and we were running around, they got stuck on top of a mountain and uh teleported down and just started fighting a boar when we were in the middle of a fight. So they don't prioritize, they don't prioritize, like, if I'm fighting someone, I feel like NPCs should should acknowledge that, and that should be their target. Um, it's tough, because you hire an NPC, you already have me on your team, and I play like an <laughs> NPC. So, like, I'm, I'm over there, like, just eating apples and jumping off stuff for fun. Yeah. And you're in a heavy firefight, and then we're all dead. So... Yeah. Yeah, I just I've I've hired NPC like people NPCs or whatever, and uh, um, been in the fight, and I turn around and they're fighting a wolf, you know, and it's like, okay, listen, if I like if I hired you, like I get it, we're on a team or whatever, but if I hired you with my gold, then whatever my gun is shooting at should acknowledge you as the primary target. So you should break away from that wolf, and if it follows you as you run towards the target, like whatever, but. Like, don't just sit off to the side completely irrelevant to everything that's going on fighting a wolf because that then, like, it's just a waste. So the taming has been kind of eh. Um, the, the mechanic of it's cool as far as, like, killing an animal, getting meat, throwing the meat out so that it distracts the animal, run up to it, tame it, or unless you have a hunter's cloak and then you can try to tame them that way. Like, the, the mechanics are cool. It's just the use, the usefulness of the animal afterwards is kind of like, can I just, like, let you be wild again so I can turn around and shoot you because you're doing nothing for <laughs> <Jeez>. me. <laughs> what we need, what we need is you, you should be able to strap up a gun you have yeah. to the back of an animal. Yeah. Like, like Dino you, rider you, you style. a boar and then all of a sudden, <laughs> then all of a sudden you're like hooking an SMG up to this boar yeah. and you ping and it just runs in yeah. full ass with exactly. an SMG. Yes. And yeah, I'd be terrified if a hog came running at me with yeah. an SMG. Also, if you, yeah, maybe maybe if you added to the ping system a way for me to control my NPC where I could ping and, and command them to refocus um, would be useful. That's That's been a mechanic that's been in other games in the past, you know, to try to help you with NPC controlling. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's a small issue. Like, it's nothing major to me. I think the animals being in the game are cool, um, especially if you're hunting for bones and stuff. Uh, I did run across something today that um, really was the first another another moment where the rumors of dinosaurs coming to the game have been spoken about. The stronghold is still in the map. 
It is very Jurassic Park-esque in, in its design. We've seen the pins that really remind us of raptor pins within that stronghold. Now we're starting to find dinosaur eggs uh, throughout the level. And just today I found a Triceratops skull, like a legit Triceratops skull that was massive. And, and I was like, okay, I've seen smaller skulls, but I haven't see, come across that like dinosaur skull in my face right there. Um, and sure enough, I pickaxed it and the rib cage and got a bunch of bone for it. Um, it's over by the where Hunter's Haven used to be. If you're rotating into, say, where Butter Barn used to be, you should come across it. But, um, but there is that rumor that uh, we could potentially be seeing like raptors and stuff in the game, which if I could tame those, then maybe I change my whole tune on uh, on the taming of animals if I could run around with a pack of raptors with me. Yeah, I know you were talking about earlier about them data mining, and that was one of the things that came out of the data mine was uh, possible dinosaurs. And uh, I think I was reading an article, I think it was IGN or it might have been GameSpot, where they were talking about um, uh, possibly um, the way the behaviors of the dinosaurs, they're uh, raptors, first of all. And I've, I've seen some raptors on cave drawings. I think it was in Hunter's, um, uh-huh. Hunter's Haven. Um, but they were saying if you approach the raptors, uh, they won't attack you until you get so close to them, and then they'll attack you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll Hopefully be it'll be interesting. The fact that we have dinosaur eggs and and dinosaur bones and stuff it, to me, it just screams like, yeah, you better or you've missed a giant opportunity here. Um, it's yeah. also an IP that we haven't really seen Fortnite uh, mess with, so it'd be cool to see. I mean, we've seen everything from Ghostbusters to Marvel to DC and 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 beyond. Um, Jurassic Park is one of those things that we've seen in Rocket League, but we haven't seen necessarily in Fortnite. So. Um, Give me that Jeff Goldblum skin. Yeah. Give me that Ian Malcolm skin. <laughs> I was just saying that to my pops. I was saying when we were playing the other night, he was, I, was, I said, you know, if we're going to get dinosaurs, we have to get a Jeff Goldblum skin. We have to. Yeah. Dude, but... Give me Muldoon. <laughs> give me Muldoon. But we also have to get Muldoon Jackson. was the realest one in the park. <laughs> give me. When, when shit went crazy, Muldoon's like, I got this. We're strapping up. We're, go- we're going hunting. I mean, give me give me Goldblum and then give me give me his emo, right? His sexy emo. Like, I feel like that's, that's right up yeah. Fortnite's alley right there. Is that we gotta get that, yeah. that you know where he lays down and just gives us that modeling pose, but um, but yeah, no. Or taking a poopy mode. <laughs> right. I'll be, I'll be wasting some money if they drop legit Jurassic Park skins. Give me Muldoon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think that's something that's pretty obvious to to that we're gonna see is like the one of the surprise um, IPs into the game along with the growth of DC. So um, there's been some data mining around the Batman um, adding a bat cave into the map. So things like that, oh, it's going to become yes. a new POI, you know, a POI interest. And uh, that that sounds really cool to me. And I'd be I, that's going to be something that I would really, really enjoy. So it's stuff like that, that already I think the season was as it was jarring at first, I will agree. Um, and after, in the first couple rounds, I was like, do I like this? I'm not sure. But once you figured it out, like like Butterboy said, you you started to appreciate the fact that it altered the way that you played the game. It kind of changed priority settings on things. My drops changed. Like now, now one of my favorite places to drop is Pleasant Park uh, because Jonesy's there and he upgrades makeshift or primal weapons. So I can go grab a white makeshift rifle, which are pretty easy to find, turn it to blue. Then I just go outside, I get four mechanical pieces from all the cars inside of Pleasant Park, and now I have a purple AR. 
right? So like for me, it was like as long as I could find a bow in here and some grenades or shot grenades, I'm pretty much built out the way I like to be built out for the entire game. And I can then just focus on, you know, circle rotation and, and battles at that point. And then just making sure I have the proper like mats and, and, and heals. So I, um, I've been, I, I really like quickly grew into the season and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and I, and some of the rumors that are coming out around Batman, around Jurassic Park, around, you know, these things are all like big thumbs up for me. Yeah, I'm still I'm still trying to find my feel in uh in this season. I mean, I'm 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 still in the kiddie pool, unlike you and a uh, butter boy. Uh, even my dad left me left me behind. He's got to be like level 30, 40 in the battle pass, and I'm just sitting there. I just got Laura Cross to let you know how low level I am. But um, yeah, I'm still trying to find out you know what happens. I'm like I do like the the bow and arrow, even like when when you get up to blue, um, and making some pretty impressive shots with it. Yeah, the bow feels uh, good. Yeah, like I've made the shots that I can't even make with the gun. Like people, like getting people midair jump. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I feel I feel so, like uh, you don't have to worry about bo- like there's no arrow drop, right? Like if you're locked on right. someone and you let it go, you don't have to worry about that bullet drop like you did with a sniper. Yep. yep. But um, yeah. Then speaking of Batman, yeah, I got the got the uh, the comics pre ordered, boys. So uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be, be excited to uh, see how that story uh, ties in with this season. Um, and, uh, getting some of those skins, especially, uh, getting my, my third Harley Quinn skin. So. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Miggy would trade his hundred skins that he owns for a hundred Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn skins. That's, that's, that's a given. Any day of the there's week. that many. No, I'm just there's, saying, there's that many. I'm just saying they gave you a hundred, they gave you a choice to trade in all your non Harley skin, uh, um, Quinn skins. Uh, for very variations of Harley Quinn, you'd be like, "Yeah, done. I'll pay you for I don't it. Know. I I'll actually give you a hundred skins I, and pay you." <laughs> I need to keep my Chun Li, the Chun Li and 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 Jenny. I need to keep those. That's two. true. That's I, true. And Captain Marvel. Yeah, ones. that's true. You do have a few others, but but anyways, uh, yeah, all this seems really cool. The season I'm really liking. Um, I think the fear that uh, Butterboy was talking about was, you know, has been kind of dissolved in the sense of we are having so much fun with Fortnite that the, the, the following season, you always do have that fear of like, well, I remember when Aquaman season hit, it just wasn't like some people loved it, but for me, it wasn't for me. And it, it actually, I stopped playing Fortnite. Like I just was like, Nope, I don't like this. And I, and I went to Warzone at the time, you know? So there's always that fear that, that it changes too much or it changes in a way that just doesn't really fit into your wheelhouse. But uh, here we are. I think we are all enjoying it. Uh, I haven't met too many people that basically have, you know, stopped playing because of the new season. Um, and I'm, I'm just having fun. Like, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. I'm looking forward to playing more tonight after the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, we want to know what you think about yeah. Fortnite, right? Yep. Discord, getting uh, getting our Discord channel. We have the GameZilla Media Discord. Hop in there. Uh, there is a Fortnite channel. There's also room to talk about it in the GameZilla podcasting channel. So get, get in there. Tell us what you're liking about the season. Tell us what, uh, which guns are your favorites and give us the rundown. Yeah, exactly. The last thing I will say real quick is... Um, Actually, you know what? I'll save it for my gaming moment of the week. I'll just, I'll just work it into that. So that was our uh, that was our topic on the new Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 6. Let us know what you think, like, uh, like uh, Butterboy was saying. And uh, just go ahead and 
join the Discord and tell us what you were thinking there. We can also uh, talk about it on stream if we're if you guys are following some of us uh, like Player One Miggy, myself, uh, some of the content creators of Gamesville Media, and we can uh, discuss it further. But we're gonna go ahead and move into our gaming moments of the week. We will start with uh, Player One Miggy, gaming moment of the week. What do you got? Well, uh, my game moment of the week uh, actually revolves around Fortnite. I mean, I know we just got done talking about Fortnite, but uh, uh, did a nice stream with the uh, with the community uh, this past Friday, um, and uh, you know, did some Among Us, did some did some uh, man, I forgot the second game we did. Oh, Splatoon! But the the cream of the crop, the the most enjoyable moment that I had. I enjoyed the whole night. But the most enjoyable one I had, I wrapped up the moment with with the old SBG Satin Band Geek and uh, another friend of mine, uh, Nintendo Gamer Gal from uh, from the community. Uh, we 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 uh, got in there. We got some. We got a couple of dubs, and then we came close for the rest of the night. But it was a lot of fun. They're they're new. They've played like minimal this season, and so I, I guess I was the most. Uh, veteran one on the team which wasn't saying much for this season but it was a lot of fun we had some laughs and that's typically when i get into play uh to have fun enjoy the company but i took it back three years three years the good old days when fortnite first came out and i bought save the world and let <laughs> me tell you <laughs> i lost so much time to that it was pretty cool like um finally playing the aspect of it um actually getting a story mode it was so weird like i'm expecting people to drop in on me to to like you know get kills on me but i it's completely different for those of y'all that, that that aren't familiar with it like you know it's single player mode uh yes fortnite did have a single player mode that's how it started um but you're just basically it's like a story i guess how everything being developed i got to the point where you're actually building and the um the um flotation device for the battle bus but you're you're helping a scientist build it. And you have to get him out of there. But you have to like at the end of every level, you have to survive a wave of these uh, of the husks. And there's different ones. They have your regular ones that come shamble to you. There's ones that are baseball players that like chuck and throw fire bones at you. There's witches that come at you with flaming skulls. Um, it's pretty cool. I would love to, uh, you know, find some people that have it and just try it out. You know, getting the group in there and and, um, and playing it as a team. But it's only available on PC uh xbox and playstation uh not on the switch so yeah if you have it let me know it's been something that i've been thinking about picking up but uh haven't yet but how much is it 30 15 oh it's only 15 yeah. that's yeah. super oh, wow. reasonable yeah wow okay yep. man 15 and you get like ex you get some v bucks with it and you get like extra skin and i got like an extra constructor uh or built constructor or builder skin um and all of your skins and uh, like your skins out of everything that you that you acquired in um in uh in the battle royale you can use it in the uh in the save the world mode so that's not bad at all wow all right cool well butter boy what do you got for me so i'm glad i followed my gut and i'm glad that i didn't I didn't get suckered into buying a game that I knew I wouldn't like just because I love the IP. Star Wars Squadron hit Game Pass this week. <laughs> and we know, again, big Star Wars fans, I, you know, love Star Wars. And when Squadron came out, I was like, man, it looks pretty. It looks like it could be fun. But I don't really like the uh, the dogfight, uh, the, the, the pilot aspects of... Star Wars. I Rogue Squadron was cool, 
uh, back in the day. Rogue Leader was was cool. Those were fun games. But the um, I never enjoyed like the space fights. Like I had Tie Fighter and X Wing as a kid. And it just always just kind of seemed like a lot of flying around and being bored. And in in Battlefront, I didn't really like the space battles. I don't really like Star Fox. Like it's just not it. It's not a type of game I love. So. We knew it's an EA game. We knew EA stuff was getting added to Game Pass, so I knew I didn't need to buy it. Even when I saw it for 20 bucks, I was like, I love Star Wars. I'm going to stay away from it. I downloaded it. I booted it up. I played the first mission, and I was really left with a, yeah, I mean, that's exactly the game that I thought it was going to be, and I don't love it. Like, I might might play more of it to try to get more of the story out of it. Again, for the love of Star Wars, um, something just change of pace a little bit different from other things I play, but... But man, I, I didn't love it, and that's hard because most of the time I pick up anything, even if it sucks and it's Star Wars related, I have fun with it. And even with this, I was kind of like, I don't know, not for me. So I'm glad it's on Game Pass, and I'm glad I didn't buy it even at a 40 or $50 price point that it came in at originally. Yeah, I mean, I, I received it as a gift, and I've played it, I think, one or two times. Um, and I have a similar feeling. It's just that style of game is not my prime, not, not a big you know, pull for me, but a uh, little bit of time that I've played with it. It's been cool. I, have, I haven't really focused on the story. I did try the multiplayer side of it and there's, it's very difficult because of the matchmaking system and you're pulling people that just, they know what they're doing and you have no clue. And there's really no hand holding to that game. You just get obliterated until you figure it out. And so, mm-hmm. um, but overall, I mean, like it's a super pretty game. It's Star Wars. If you're into, you know, those space shooters, then you'll probably have a good time. Um, you know, I'm glad I have it. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I will say I'm glad I didn't buy it. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a game. <laughs> kind of what it's, it's, it's tough because like, like I think about the things that I like about Star Wars and you know that there's some people that are like, I've always loved the space battles. Yeah. That's like, Maybe the the bottom of the list. Yeah, that's but that's like the bottom of the list of the things that I like about Star Wars. I love the lore. I love the characters. I love the creatures. Uh, You know, I love the the powers of the Jedi. And I even love the political aspect of like the, the prequel trilogy. And, you know, I love their stories. I was never as engaged with the spaceship fights as I was the lightsaber fights or even the the like, uh, you know, the stormtrooper, you know, fights where you know stormtroopers versus rebels and there's they're using the lasers right i was just never the space fights weren't ever what really you know revved me up about the franchise see i think for me like the space fights or whatever but i think the ships themselves always i mean like the millennium falcon is iconic you know like mm-hmm. i remember having um, my millennium falcon micro machines and just flying you know just you know i'm building my legos before they actually had uh legos that were were star wars mine i would try to build my own my own ships and stuff that were star wars-esque and like i love the ships i think they're some of the coolest ships in the history of sci-fi but but the the issue is is that when you're playing in a first person mode and you can't see the ship you're just in a cockpit like that is uh it takes away from it you know it's the same idea of like it's one reason why i like fortnite in a third person view is that if i have a cool skin i can actually like enjoy it versus like uh warzone when i have a cool skin and everyone else gets to enjoy it but me you know so like um that's the that's 
the disadvantage of first person is that no matter like you think of Skyrim and stuff and it's like yeah I know you got mods you can go into third person and it's super janky but like primarily Skyrim's designed to be played in first person when you have dragonborn armor and all this stuff it's cool when you hit the start menu and you can look at yourself but when you're in the game you get to see your fists and that's it you know so um I almost would have preferred the um this game to be third person where i could have actually seen the ship and flying around i think it would have been less um like mind-breaking sometimes when you're in space and you there's no there's no up and down and left right there's no right way you're in space upside down and up and right side up and all stuff starts to make no sense to you in this game and as you start flying around and spinning and stuff you just get you just get lost to an extent. And so um, it's um, that that's one of the downsides to this game is that when I'm sitting there in, in the bay and I'm upgrading my X-Wing, it's super cool. And I'm changing the colors and I'm doing all the stuff right in, in this in this game. And I'm like, wow, this is neat. And then I take it out into space and I go, I can't see if anything that I just did. Like that's kind of that's kind of defeats the purpose. So I don't know. I feel like. Um, in VR, that would be kind of cool to be in the cockpit, but when you're not, but when you're not, like Ace Combat, right, lets you be in the cockpit, but it also lets you take yourself out and see the see the plane if you want to see the plane. I would like that option. I think I would have been maybe even a little bit more interested in the game because going from an X-Wing to a Y-Wing to these things, short of the windshield changing and the cockpit mm. slightly changing, um, you know, I don't you don't really sense the 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 difference so but hey you know when it's on game pass it's easy to give it a try exactly actually actually in skyrim you can you can play in third person view without any mods it comes standard but um you know that way you can see all your special effects on your armor and your dragonborn and everything it looks really cool right no i did i didn't say i i mean i know i said mods but yes i already knew it was built in but it works like shit is what i'm it saying does. you cannot does. play that game in third person and if you did you're an idiot so take that to the bank okay i don't care what you what you say been there done that you. stupid um but I think you all I think everybody gets my point as to why like third person is is still a thing like the division always was more interesting to me because of the third person camera view mm -hmm. than than some of the first person camera view games. So but anyways, I'm glad you gave it a try. I'm glad it cost you absolutely nothing. And uh, sorry it didn't work out for you and, and, and that you didn't love it. Just gives you more yeah. it gives you more time for Fortnite. So you're good to go. I'll probably try a few more missions just to, you know, give it a fair shake. But yeah, it was just good when I ran out of Fortnite missions. It was good to try something different. Yeah. Um, all right. I mean, my gaming moment of the week real quick is just uh, we I got into the new season of Fortnite. I was enjoying it, but I was finding how sweaty I, for, I have forgotten how sweaty the start of a season can be. Uh, so we were getting into games and just one game after another just felt like we uh, couldn't get couldn't get any wins. And this was coming off of last season where I had locked in, you know, 130 plus squad wins uh, in the season. And I was like, all of a sudden, I'm like, uh oh, was I a one trick pony? And I can't I can't adapt into this new season and we're going to struggle like this. 
but um, I can happily say that over the last couple streams, we, I've racked in almost 25 wins, uh, 10 one night, 12 the next night. So we're just, uh, we, I finally have found my groove, the t the, a lot of the team that I play with. We've found what we like, the loadouts, what we you know. So now we're dropping and we know what to look for as far as like what uh, we prefer. Uh, but before it was like, I'm going to pick this up and see how it goes, right? And like that, that was kind of <laughs> how it went. So um i feel like this season i had you know I'm, I'm working towards the 200 squad wins i think i'm about 18 away from 200 and um you know things are things are looking good so i'm having a lot of fun uh, we're getting a lot of wins and yeah th that's really my game moment of the week is just we finally have kind of found our groove in the current season of fortnite nice <clears throat> but that's uh that's our gaming moments of the week we want to know what your gaming moments are and you can do that in the discord so join the discord today come hang out with us talk to us in the games little podcast channel and uh, let us know uh, there's a Fortnite channel as well that you can talk about for the new Fortnite season let us know what your uh, your likes and dislikes are around the season and we can uh we can go from there so that about wraps it up i think i want to kick it right over to butterboy one more time to thank our patrons yeah, thank you so much to everyone who supports us. Patreon.com slash Games in the Media. Your uh, financial contributions mean the world to us. Helps us keep our website running. Helps us, uh, you know, have software to edit the show and, uh, you know, put on a, a, a great podcast for you every single week. And we encourage you to also listen to the gr other great shows available at GameZillaMedia.net and everywhere you listen to the GameZilla podcast, including the Last Action podcast, where they covered the new Dread movie this week. By new, I mean the most recent Dread movie. New, I like, I don't know, eight years ago. I just watched it recently. I actually thought it was pretty good. I've wanted I to see it. I've never seen it. Me either. I haven't seen it either. I still I own it. It's still shrink wrapped. Of course you do. Like that that doesn't shock us anymore, man. When you want to flash your Fantastic Four shrink wrapped movie again, Steel Case. That actually that actually counts as obscene. Don't don't show that. that yeah, yeah, that's true. We might get banned for that. We might get banned. Yeah, I can't reach it. Okay, also got to listen to Legend of Retro. Uh, our boys at the Legend of Retro do the best retro gaming podcast on the internet. Encourage you to listen to that. And Noobs and Dragons. That is our storytelling a tabletop gaming podcast so all those available games at the media.net i.com i don't know why i said our website wrong dot net uh, what the dot hell net, <laughs> dot net <laughs> dot dot biz dot i'm just saying we need we need to lock down games at media dot biz lock it down before yeah. someone if we're else gonna lock down any additional go. gg if we're gonna lock down any additional url it's dot gg i think it's on the bottom of the other one. Oh, it is yeah because i had to flip it oh oh because when i laid them out i thought i put two Okay. Uh, thanks. Thanks for bringing grim food, Jade. Uh, right. We we're on YouTube. Watch our videos on YouTube. Uh, YouTube is a dot com dot net dot org. I at least know that website. Uh, and you know, make sure you're watching Grim on Twitch. Make sure you're watching Player One Miggy on Twitch. Uh, and we just appreciate everyone hanging out with us this week on this week's episode of the GameZilla podcast. And Grim can give me a thumbs up if he's ready to unmute. If not, yeah, no, I guess, sorry. Uh, I just had to figure okay. out where my barbecue sauce was on my burger. It was either on the bottom <laughs> or the top. I didn't know. So it was, it was Patreon. It's not even a Patreon exclusive. This is on this week's show. So you guys, if, if you want the Patreon exclusive to I let me know, I can tell you how good these burgers are. Then, you know, just let me know in the discord. Maybe, maybe we do a food review. Anyways, thank
thank you for tuning in to episode 352 of the Games Little Podcast. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming entertainment. And until next time, game on. Game on. Game on.